Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. This is Fightful Wrestling. It is February 16th, 2022. Your AEW Dynamite review. We had the list in your boy today, too. One of our most watched episodes live that we've ever done. We talked two things. Cody Rhodes, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Fightful broke both of those stories. There's a lot going on right now. If you want to support us directly, leave a thumbs up. Donate a super chat. Donate a Humper Chat. You may say, what in the hell is a Humper Chat? Well, it is our Streamlabs platform. It allows you to leave your question or statement before the show, after the show, for the next show, whatever that may be. And it allows us to keep a little bit more. Go to HumperChats.com. We've got some more plugs later on. This show brought to you by NordVPN.com slash Fightful and Athletic Greens. We've got Alex Pawlowski here. He's on a service called FightfulSelect.com that over the past seven days broke the news of three AEW signings, uh, an AEW departure, and Stone Cold Steve Austin coming back. We, we've done some things this week. Alex, how you doing? I did I did two podcasts on that service, so there's that. He actually um, broke the news on all of those. You just got to listen. Just got to listen. Just got to listen. Also, I'm going to do another one. Uh, on on Friday night, and then another one on Saturday, where it's going to be me and, and and Kate Elizabeth, Miss Kate Fabe from from the Tuesday night show. She's going to watch Elimination Chamber, and I'm not. So then she's going to tell me live on the air what happened and what get my actual reaction in real time. I love it. I love this idea. Uh, we reached five thousand Fightful Select subscribers, guys. Uh, we are now over fifty two hundred. Uh, I would love you if you got us to. 10,000, that'd be real cool. But I promised at 5,000 that I would release the worst interview I've ever done. I have since revealed that was Virgil. Robert, I don't even know if I let you see that interview. I know you told me about it, and I know it's pretty bad. It's very bad. Um, it's going to be out this week, guys. Thank you sincerely for all the Fightful Select love. Robert, you're a big part of that, writing articles every single day. What you yeah. got going on, buddy? I'm not on Select, but you know, not. there's so much good on Select. 
How can we not be at 10,000 by now? Well, it's because a lot of people hate me. <laughs> Zach Schimmel doesn't, though. Uh, somebody, somebody did do an exit survey the other day that said, uh, signed up for SRS, but Alex is a dirt bag or something like that. <laughs> I mean, at least 2,000 of the 5,000 love me, and the other 3,000 want me dead. I'm fine with that ratio. It's cool. Kyler has seen the interview. He says it's really, really bad. Uh, Zach says, congrats five two, or for 5.2K Fightful. Get in your Super Chats. Get in your Humper Chats. We will be taking Cody Humper Chats, Super Chats all show long. Suplexer says he's bummed out about the Cody news. Started to watch ROH in New Japan. When he joined Bullet Club, disappointed AEW couldn't keep him around when there are so many interesting stories for him to tell with this roster. Tony Khan should do everything to keep him. I think that he is a premium talent to hold on to. I think he is a fascinating talent to hold on to. But there are some people that swear up and down he's just not that interesting, Robert. If we're talking about the QT Marshall stuff, I agree. Otherwise, I am perpetually interested, Robert, in what Cody is doing. Where do you stand on this? Which side He's of the fence? embedded in the DNA of this company. That alone makes it so hard to believe that he's not going to be there. And I, until he walks out on Raw, I won't believe it. But if WWE can scoop up Cody, let's hope that they just don't screw it up again. You know what I mean? Like, Cody belongs in a world title picture somewhere, and Raw might need him going into WrestleMania, but I think AEW needs him more. Yeah, I think WWE does need somebody on the level of Cody, and sadly, the reason I think they need guys like that is because WWE is not that good at developing them on on their own and keeping them over. You got Brock Lesnar saying, somebody needs to step up. I'm like, yeah, buddy, that somebody is booking. It's who's booking the show. Uh, Spencer B says, unrelated, do you think The Rock returns to WWE in 2022? No, I think he returns in 2023, to be honest with you. Um, I think there's a good chance we see him this year. Zach Schimmel says, at 5.5K, can we get Righteous Reg on a Sour Grap show? Yeah, I'll make that happen. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely make that happen. I love I love Reg. I'm so excited for He's him, great. so excited for the news that, that he and Will will be a part of this AEW music show. A uh, quick plug to that. That'll be uh, the Saturday night before... Uh, revolution so support our friends there guys they're going to be doing a lot of cool stuff shazarn says this might be too literal but cody's saying he won't turn heel a few months ago was that a protest of booking probably overthinking that if it was then i can understand why there would be a fallout yeah because if if that was a protest to booking alex well that is completely oblivious on his part because you don't have to turn heel they're turning you heel buddy the crowd doesn't like you yeah no, uh, agreed. I, I, I think a lot of it was it was you know he said he wanted he didn't want to be a heel on TV because he also wanted to go out and do charitable works. And I understand like the idea of that to an old school guy whose father was Dusty Rhodes about being you know a terrible guy on TV, but then going out and shaking hands with the public like that's just that's just against the code. And I I I get that, but at the same time like. What you did on what you did on screen was was so polarizing, and and I think it was never really any better than sixty forty in his favor ever since that since that promo he cut before the Agogo match. There were times where it was eighty twenty against. That was that him. was you know a bad I mean? feud too. I forgot about yeah. that. That was a dog shit feud too. Yeah. Bad idea. Yeah. Um, 
Eloquent says, I get it's a money thing, but why would Cody trust Vince booking? I feel like he's got a five-month run before he's going 50-50 with Madcap Moss. That's a sad reality. People are already anticipating polka dots and all kinds of stuff, which, I mean, maybe there's a story with polka dots there that could actually right. be interesting. And, and and the thing about it is that that we we know what what Vince's WWE is. And that that is not going to change with the addition of one guy who left and formed his own company and came back. Like Cody might be booked strong. He might have a really good storyline. The rest of the show will remain bad unless he can somehow gain control of creative. Like the rest of the show is still going to be poorly written. The matches will be booked weirdly with with storyline inconsistencies. Even if he's doing great, the rest of the show is not going to be great. But does he care if he gets to headline WrestleMania in his dad's home state of Texas? Alan Mark says, Cody doesn't make sense when Malachi Black is going out and the kids love him. I agree. Mm -hmm. Well, also, it's not like you weren't doing Make-A-Wish as a heel in WWE. It's not like this is a foreign concept to Cody. Brian Cranston could still go out and do charitable work when he was playing a yeah. meth dealer. Yeah. Meth that guy club. had morals. Sean. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, the Cody super chats keep rolling in, buddy. And we are going to, we're going to weave in and out. We're going to weave the Cody talk yeah. in and out of this show. Cause we do have to talk about this show. Um, Tom Lavalley says a rap duet between Reg and William Regal. Oh boy. Uh, we've got Daniel R saying, I like this show. Do you think AEW should expand their pay-per-view number? Also, should they have gimmick-based pay-per-views like Royal Rumble or Money in the Bank? God, no. no. I, I don't think so, but I do like that they have gimmick matches. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love for them to do like a televised Royal Rumble-style match. I w- I'm surprised WWE has never done a full-on 30-man Royal Rumble match for a ratings ploy. Because yeah. to me, it makes all the sense in the world to do it. The Raw Rumble, like, how uh-huh. do you, how have you never done that? They yeah. did a 15 man one on SmackDown, but um, I, I think five or six pay per views is probably the limit that AEW will do for a while because they love stacking these TV shows. Jimmy and I were talking about this. If they're getting 40, 50 million right now, buddy, they're getting 100 million next year. Right. Because their renewals, they are about to get a giant increase because. WWE is probably going to get an increase and their numbers are going down. AEWs are staying steady. That is valuable these days. Brian Dawson says, uh, actually, uh, we'll save that one for, uh, no, 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 we'll read that now. He says, uh, Danielson is better than anyone's ever been. Mox even said it himself. Hangman is so great at making me care and relate to him. He needs to buckshot Cole's head off his shoulders, especially after the other Adam comment. Uh, I, I love it. I love that. Um, and Jarlick Zool says, uh, Brit or dynamite humped. Brit is now a part of Cobra Kai. We get a new member of house of black. It was strange. No one hinted about Cody. I kept waiting for it. I thought for sure. Punk was going to make a comment. We heard references to Cody Robert, yep. but no straight up line. If Dan Lambert's on this show, we're getting a line. Yeah, we're, we're getting waiting. a whole promo. We're waiting for the Dan Lambert. I got rid of Cody and Brandy promo, yes. which you have to at that point. I'm surprised CM Punk didn't say something because Cody did reference Punk a couple weeks ago. But maybe they thought, hey, whatever happens, this is the best way to play it. Let's play it straight for now. 
Let's see what happens. He hasn't, as far as as far as anybody knows, he hasn't signed anywhere yet. If they're still making overtures to him, trying to figure out a way to, to at least bring him in for a, maybe a shorter term deal or a different kind of thing, then there's no reason to start cutting worky shooty promos on him uh, if they're still trying to actually be in his good graces. Shot Kid says, after the toxicity of wrestling Twitter over the last two days, Dynamite was exactly what I needed. Awesome show from top to bottom. No mercy. I've been fortunate to ignore a lot of that toxicity. As soon as that Cody news dropped, I said, not reading the replies. Bake 05 says, Dynamite seemed like it was something it hasn't been in a while. Cohesive. I, I think it's been cohesive of late. I think there's been some really great episodes of late. But, hey, I'm glad you thought so. Alan Marks says, a lot of hanging storylines from tonight. Britt Baker, Cobra Kai. Does Mercedes join forces with Thunder? AHFO versus Sammy and Darby. Danielson Moxley, are they friends or foes? Disintegration of the elite. Stay tuned, sports fans. Well, I think the Britt Cobra Kai thing is a one-night only only deal. Doesn't have to be. (laughs) It doesn't have to be. And I thought that was very cool. But um, this show started with a fantastic promo. Mark G says, how great was Punk's Be My Valentine comment as he pulled the dog collar out? No one (laughs) on Reddit even got the reference. Um, CM Punk, you could tell this meant something to him. And this was a reference. There was a reference to Cody in this as well because he had the dog collar match Uh with Brody. He talked about the matches that he could do. And he's like, you know, I could do a cage match and I've won a lot more than I've lost, but Wardlow can climb a cage. MJF can climb a cage and run. He's like, the only way that I can do this is if I tether him to me. And he did. That's that's the that's the idea. They're going to do a dog collar match. And um, man, I think this is a, is a good move, Alex. I think this is going to be violent and mm-hmm. brutal. Uh, what are, what are your thoughts on this specific gimmick match type and Punk at the end bringing MJF out just to show him the picture of MJF who paid for that photo and he's like, "What you're going to pay is nothing in comparison." Um, yeah, I I love the idea of the. I mean, uh, I, the dog collar match is 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 kind of like one of this thing. I think this might turn out to be an AEW staple. Like yeah. the first one being Cody and Brody Lee, and this one being MJF and Punk. Every so often, maybe once a year or so, they'll break it out to like end a feud kind of a thing. It could be one of those deals for them. Um, I think that's uh, it's, it's a very good idea. If a guy was always running, you can't run if he's tied to you. And I think that's a really good way of doing it. Um, but the, I, the, for those asking in the chat, the reference be my Valentine is because Roddy Piper faced Greg the Hammer Valentine. Mm-hmm. in that famous match so he's yeah. asking mjf yeah. to be his greg valentine yeah you say you're piper i say you're gonna be greg valentine yeah i, I think that i think that's good um but i i i, I really liked the the whole like him having custody of the photo like like he he lifted it somehow from like mjf's locker or something like it was j- something it was very something sinister about him having the photo i like that a lot uh, and mjf coming out and never saying anything because he knows punk gets to make all the terms. There's nothing I can do to talk my way out of this. I made the stipulation. You, if, if you can beat uh, you and a pay partner, you using can beat uh, FTR. Then I'll fight you anywhere, any place, anytime you, you pick the match stipulation. Well, his boys lost and he can't do anything about it. 
And I just love that that MJF, who is, they, as they say, he's all mouth. You know what I mean? Now he doesn't have to say anything to make it work. Dylan says, Punk is to MJF what Raven was to Punk. That's that's perfect. That's it. So CM Punk has done this. He said, I'm going back into the matches I had that actually pushed me. And that's when I said to you guys, I said, dog collar. And then he said, be my Valentine. And I mean, that's so good. Starcade 83, the first ever Starcade, precursor to Mania, all that good stuff. This match is going to be so good. MJF is going to bleed probably more than he ever has or ever will. I'm sure Punk is going to demand that MJF go for the ear. I can't wait to see all of the things that happen here. This was pro wrestling greatness. This is great. Really, really loved this. This was easily just something fantastic to kick off the show. Sitting the cross-legged style. He mentioned he's like, he. I motivated people to be wrestlers, to be straight edge. He motivated me to be straight edge. I was already not drinking and smoking, but I was like, and this this is pretty cool. Like one of the top wrestlers on the show is doing this. Shot Kid Twenty Nine says when Piper when Punk said Piper in Portland the second time, uh, I knew where it was going, and MJF sold it beautifully. He did, mm-hmm. he did, because he because MJF is a student of the game. Oh yeah, he understands the gravity of this too. Alan Mark says I would bet the photo came from MJF's parents. Mm. <laughs> Uh, we have Riga saying legitimate wrestling question. What's the best way to do the dog collar match? If the collars have no give, it seems dangerous, but I swear everyone I've seen, uh, they, they almost break and look janky, including the one with Brody and Cody, uh, a good leather collar, uh, safe one that, that you gotta, you, it's gotta be tested. You gotta, you gotta work through it. Jam Beard says, I want during the dog collar match Wardlow to come out with the ring, but either doesn't give it to Max or tosses it to Punk instead, especially if Max yells at Wardlow earlier in the night for not winning the ladder match. I still think his contract needs to come up. Like, I would love for it for it to be revealed that, like, MJF actually had Wardlow under contract months before he showed up. He just didn't use him for a long time. That three-year deal is coming up. He let him. He even let him starve out those first six months. Didn't give him any work or anything like that. I would love like something like that to emerge. Allen says, "I don't think Lambert will speak until TK books Men of the Year." Yep, I agree. And uh, hopefully they are on this show very soon. Uh, Jay White is on this show Friday, taking on Trent. Uh, by the way, uh, AEW Rampage is on at seven, so our post show fortunately will be on an hour earlier. Brent Lockman says, always put a mic in Jay White's hand. And C says, Switchblade looks like another person Tony needs to sign. After his New Japan deal is up, he can be a flagship for AEW. He can, and he says he's responsible for AEW, Robert. He said, if I didn't beat Omega for that title, that that U.S. title, maybe he doesn't leave. So you're welcome. It's so good. Jay White belongs on North American television. I don't know how long he's contracted to New Japan, but he needs to be in AEW full-time. Alex, uh, how'd you feel about this promo? Oh, he's great. Uh, Jay White is is fantastic. I can't wait for... Um, and I haven't seen a whole lot of him, but I can't wait for a, an American audience that doesn't watch New Japan to be introduced to him for the first time on, on, on national cable television on Friday. That's going to that, that's gonna be great. Yeah, he's, he's, he's really talented at all facets of the game. Um, and, and if, if he was 
working full time in the States for the past five years, he'd be a megastar, mega, mega, megastar in America. Uh, I want to send a thank you to Joel Pearl, who stepped up on uh, late notice to do our super chats and our humper chats. Check out Fightful Overbooked. There's an incredible amount of stuff over there, youtube.com slash Fightful Overbooked or FightfulOverbooked.com. We have just a wide array of voices over there. Um, th- for the love of God, Jeremy Lambert did a show this week called Dunking on Dangor that's just trolling Louie about his tweets. Uh, there's Strong Style with Cher Delaware, a fashion review show in wrestling. Make sure you guys check that out. Uh, Will Washington will be reviewing Dynamite tomorrow at 4 over there as well. Lots of great stuff over at Fightful Overbooked. And again, I want to thank Joel Pearl for stepping up on like 10, 15 minutes notice. And we're sending love to our buddy Louis. Or Luis. Uh, see, I, I was talking about Dangor, and I almost called... <sighs> The disrespect I just showed Luis. <laughs> Mark G says, here's a couple bucks for Robert's huge smile. And Craven Media says, SRS, have you checked out Devotion and William Cutting? I have not. I'm sorry. Jambeard says, just use a collar from an S&M store. Those, st- those collars are meant to last. And <laughs> ah, I'm not giving this. I'm not giving the segue. They're not a sponsor tonight. <laughs> they got they got to pay a little bit more, buddy. They got to. I'm about to Cody them. I'm about to cut the Cody promo on them. We got them all year, but listen, got to pay the big bucks for the AEW review. Brent Lockman says, Punk is back. Uh, great, uh, but it's great that he's performing on this level is just the best thing ever. Yes, this is, he, he seems motivated all the time. It's not like passive aggressive punk or anything like that. And Anakin says, when Punk mentioned the diamond ring, I thought he'd make MJF put it on the line. That'd be cool too. Mm. We've got Keith Lee cutting a promo. Easy, simple, effective. Put his face on the show. I mean, you wouldn't think that. Out. You know, he was booked somewhere else, and it wasn't like that. So, <laughs> yes. who would have thought? He's yes. just so effortlessly cool. On top of being such an amazing athlete and the size of him, just when he speaks, you're like, damn, this dude is it. And uh, all you got to do is give him 50, you know, like a minute to cut this little pre-tape back, backstage promo. And I'm like, okay, now I can't wait to see what this guy does. Well, I hope you guys can't wait to see a three-way. Mm. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus are very interested in three ways. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be one at AEW Revolution. Um, Christian hasn't wrestled like all year. Like, I don't know what's up there, but uh, we got TBD and TBD against Jurassic Express. There's not really a lot that we can or need to approach there, but we have young bucks and the indisputed era backstage arguing amongst one another about who has more kids, who had kids when uh, Alex you guys, the- you all have beautiful children. <laughs> yes. That was just such a great line by Cole. It was just great. A- it was so good. And, and there's a lot of <laughs> passive-aggressive stuff going on uh, so between these guys, and yeah. they're going to see each other in the Battle Royal next week. Yeah. Um, was it was it determined, like, everybody's in the Battle Royal? They're, everybody's in both Battle Royals. Everyone one will be regular, and the other one's a casino. Okay. Because I was wondering if they were going to somehow split them up or whatever, because there are a lot of tag teams. But, like, I, I would not mind if both of these teams wound up in that match versus Luchasaurus yes. and Jungle Boy. 
or neither of them, and then you have a feud that goes on between them outside of the championship picture. There's all there's so many great tag teams. Proud and Powerful could get in it. I wouldn't say no to that. Kings of the Black Throne could get in it. I wouldn't say no to that. There's like five, six, seven, eight teams that if you told me those two of that that, that group are in this three-way, I'd be like, yes. Neither, like none of this is predictable, and I really like that, even yeah. though there's a lot of possible outcomes. Uh, I mean, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, they're stuck in the prehistoric era, but don't leave your nutrition there, my friends. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Love these guys. One scoop of AG1 contains 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotics, green superfood blend, and more in a convenient daily serving. Most strength and conditioning coaches, nutritionists will tell you, Taking multivitamin pills is not the smoothest thing to do. They don't absorb. Sometimes they pass right through you. You don't get those vitamins and minerals. AG1 gets it done, absorbs very easy. It supports a healthy immune system, uh, aids with gut health and digestion, and it replaces all those pills and products with one healthy drink. And right now, you get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase when you visit athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Dairy-free probiotics. They got adaptogens and antioxidants, vitamins and minerals, superfood complexes, digestive enzymes, and a mushroom complex as well. This stuff is fantastic for you. Uh, I've spoken to numerous AEW wrestlers who use this, which is fantastic for me because I get to talk about it on the air athleticgreens.com slash fightful and even if you don't check them out hit them up at up hit them up at athletic greens on twitter let them know you heard about them from us i would greatly appreciate that athleticgreens.com slash fightful Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. More Cody talk, and buddy, there are so many freaking super chats. Nathan DePaul says, I'll say it, they didn't miss Cody tonight. Mike Lima says, the show proved AEW will be fine without Cody. You're underselling Cody. I just want to say that. You're all underselling Cody, but go on. I do think they'll be fine. Um, If the Ogogo feud and the QT Marshall feuds never happened, none of us would be sad. But that doesn't mean they couldn't have had Cody involved in something much better and it'd be good. Oh, the, the, their whole thing is they, they could have easily built to so many great things. Like there, there, was, there was a Sting and Cody match we never got that was teased the first night that, Cody, that, that Sting showed up. 
there there's a there was a Cody and Punk feud, like a lengthy feud about that promo that Cody Cody cut, the last one he cut. There's a lot of stuff that we never got. A whole bunch of matches. We never got to see Cody versus a, a whole bunch of guys who signed a year ago that never got the chance to work with Cody. And Cody proved in his last few matches that guy can really still go and tell a great story in the ring. I'm I'm sad that I won't get to see him wrestle certain guys who are in AEW if he never comes back. Cody versus Hangman hasn't happened. There, There's a lot of meat on the bone with Cody. And that's, again, I can't imagine... He's fully gone yet. Rainsy says, do you guys think Cody leaving will affect viewership that much? Sure, he was a big name, but he doesn't really compare to Danielson and Punk. Also, uh, you all have made Beautiful Children Line was the highlight of my day. No, I mean, I, I think it will affect the long-term quality, sure, because you're, you're dealing with one less really interesting character. Viewership, I think they'll be fine. Yeah. Bert, Big man says Cody is Schrodinger's Rhodes. He's both odor overrated and underrated until observed. His stuff hits like 30% of the time, but when it hits, it hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think he tried to force a couple programs that weren't good. Yeah. And if that was what Tony Khan looked at and said, can't do that anymore, bud. We can't have the go-go thing. We can't have the QT Marshall thing. Well, then I agree. I'm, I'm in agreement there. Yeah. Ryan says AEW mentioned Cody a lot tonight. If the door wasn't slightly open still, I don't think they'd be mentioning him. Oh, let well, me. Also, he was a major character on their show. They're not just going to act like he doesn't exist. Right. Yes. As like, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility until he puts pen to paper with WWE. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that he he's back. I, I just don't. Yeah. Jesse says some people are saying it's an ego thing and not the money. What are your thoughts on this? I've said this a million times. I don't understand like I don't understand Robert's motivations or Alex's motivations, much less a millionaire whose job it is to create things, to create characters, moves, uh, personas, storylines. I can't get inside the head of that guy. I I'm I'm me. I can't be them. But uh, I can tell you WWE's throwing out some big money, buddy. Uh, Flow Pro for show says the bizarre ride has started. That's in reference to Cody's promo a few months ago. Mm-hmm. It sure has. I think he had an idea what he's, yeah, what he was talking about. Brent says, I feel like the biggest thing is what happens to the Nightmare Factory and their relationship to AEW. QT still handles a lot of the the bringing in of talent, so I would imagine that's still going to be good. That's a very good gig for him. Uh, Dave says, what about the fightful interview with Cody? It says fans are ready to go on a bizarre that ride that is bizarre and not the path you think. We're not doing uh, what has ever been done before. That wasn't us, uh, but yeah, it was very interesting. It is very, very interesting. R. Dickinson says, felt like AEW needed an awesome dynamite like this tonight. They had to hype the pay-per-view and ease the fan base after the Rhodes exodus. Well, they did it because they brought in as big a star as possible. Melissa Joan Hart yeah. was there. And listen, I'm trying to get an interview with her so I can walk up to Will Washington and his interview with Topanga and be like, hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy. Kick wham stunner. Yeah, the key is you got to get them both on Fightful Overbooked on why you're wrong. Me, me and Melissa Joan Hart versus Topanga and Will Washington mixed tag match. That's what I, I want to do. We've got Jambeard says Cody versus Hangman or Kenny or Miro never got to happen in AEW. Cody versus Mox or Brian should have happened. Yes, they should have yeah. instead of all that bullshit that was yeah. happening. Yeah. And that's a big problem 
the Cody verse was a problem. Like there was a big hunk of 2021 that shouldn't have happened. Then he gets in the ring with Sammy Guevara and what happens? He's right. cutting great promos. He's having good matches. Fluffy Panda says if anybody could have pulled a Bret Hart type heel turn, it would have been Cody. New Punk Rant says he's not about not sad about Cody. There's a lot of signs that he might just leave. Love tonight's show. Can't wait for any, for Revolution. Any Miro news? No Miro news yet. He hasn't been around in a while. I'm sure he will be soon. Uh, lots lots of people all over the map on Cody. Like Dylan Bishop says, as time went on, I became less and less confident that Cody was pulling this calculated meta heel turn. He might have really just been stubborn. If that line was about him not really wanting to turn heels, then yeah, that was oblivious. But there were too many like Robert, and I know you I know you both saw this, too many like looks at the crowd when they would boo him, like yeah. soaking yeah, it up. He, he knew would have what he was that. doing. Yeah. Look, somebody mentioned Brett. Brett in ninety-six, right? Like, hey, he's talking to WCW. What did he end up doing? He ended up staying. With WWE, sure that didn't work out the way he thought, but he did choose to say, "I think that might be what we're looking at." We got a bunch of uh, super chats and humper chats in about the Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, Adam Cole stuff. Uh, Jam Beard says, "Which way are you gonna go, Cole?" Shut up, Brandon. That was a good stuff too. That was good. that was really good. That was real good. Brent Lockman, Dragons, Dinosaurs, Bucks. Oh my! Anakin says that he popped at Cutler, asking Cole which way he was gonna go. Tunes wants an Adam Cole on a pole match. The only way this ends. Oh, no, buddy. I think Kenny Omega. Okay, if if I were AEW and Kenny was healthy, Kenny Omega walks down that ring. And you you think he's going after Hangman, but he goes after Cole Mm -hmm. because his friends are important to him. Dan Janoff says, I love the little jab Jungle Boy took at Christian while mentioning his success in Battle Royals. It'll be great when they eventually feud. I haven't seen Christian wrestle this year, so. William Tucker says, have you seen the tweet by Kenta that says, tweet, March 6th, I'm in Orlando. I can make someone sleep. Eventually, (laughs) he and Punk are going to be a great pay-per-view match. I'm excited for it. Daniel says, would love Tyler Breeze to come to AEW, reprise his NXT character in a one-off match. With Guevara, my random question for the night: What obvious AEW, what non-obvious AEW WWE match would you want? For me, it's Phoenix versus Cesaro. Wow. Mm, um, I would love Thunder Rosa and Sasha Banks. Oh, that's a really good, that's a good one. one. Um, I'd I'd want to take somebody from a from WWE and bring them to AEW for one match where they could actually like do everything they're capable of, but aren't allowed to do in WWE. So like, I don't know, Ricochet versus take your pick in AEW and just have them give him 15 minutes to let him go crazy. See, but that's more just like something you might have to wait a, a little while for. I mean, perhaps sure something perhaps. might happen there. Uh, Randy versus, you know what? Randy versus Omega is probably very good. Yeah, interesting. We haven't talked about any matches yet. There was a real good one between Lee, Lee Moriarty and Brian Danielson. And a lot of people found out what Lee Moriarty was all about during this match. We're just going to talk about the match at first. Brent Lockman said that his internal monologue for Moriarty during that match. Uh, we, so happy to see, felt like a star-making moment. Uh, that was great. Riga says that he looked like a million bucks, and it's great. He's great on his own, but with Brian in the ring, it made him magic. This only reinforces that Danielson's idea of taking guys like him under his wing is a brilliant idea. 
And Daniel says, I have an idea. Revolution pre-show, call out all three of the people Danielson called out. Garcia, Moriarty, and Yuta, put them in a triple threat. That is a great idea. That should be happening. That should absolutely happen. And this match kicked ass. The transitions, the, the smooth chain wrestling. Alex, this... I needed the hose for this. This was just good. And I'm happy that Moriarty's getting his flowers. Yeah. Moriarty um, in the ring with, I mean, the friggin' American dragon. Like it's just, it's what a, what a cool thing for Lee Moriarty. Um, but also um, you, you watch Brian Danielson and you think back to being Daniel Bryan for so long, not being able to wrestle for so long. He, here he is in a place where he can wrestle all these technical, like, prodigies and and like you know try and up their game but it also forces him to up his game too he knows he can beat them but he's actually has to try like there's a there there's a there's a movie i, I love a lot of people don't like it like that movie king arthur uh from like 15 20 years ago um where the where the where the big bad meets um king arthur on the battlefield before and he king arthur has this swagger to him and he's like ah finally a man worth killing like that kind of feeling of like that you rise to your competition and I can't wait to hurt you because it'll make me feel so much better because it's you, because you're trying so hard to beat me. That kind of thing felt really palpable. Like the way Danielson would, would catch himself smiling like as he was inflicting pain was just really, really great. Eloquent says that Lee's theme music slaps that it does. Uh, Robert, this was a good night for Lee Moriarty. And then afterwards we get, Brian Danielson cutting a promo on the microphone and he's like, did he pass? Did he fail? The crowd cheers. And he's like, that's why I don't like you guys anyway. (laughs) Brian, for somebody who's legitimately like the nicest person just wants to save the world. He's so good at being just a calculated evil son of a bitch. And it's fantastic to see Moriarty did great. He'll do even better in two years. And I can't wait to see it happen. And then, you know, what happened after? Yes. Moxley comes out. Moxley says, "I, ah, you know what? I got to bleed with you first. I guess Punk missed the memo, but, um, well, that's okay. Punk pooped himself. So he passed. That's okay. That's, that's fair. That, I would love for Brian Danielson to say that. Like, did, did he get to forego, forego that? Cause he shit his pants in the ring with you. Uh, and he's like, cause I can make some people shit their pants in the ring. If you'd like me to, <laughs> Moxley left with, I'm not saying yes, but I'm not saying no. Alex, I want it to happen. I Uh, want this to happen. Just the way Moxley got in the ring with his story about that indie match in Chillicothe, Ohio, over a decade ago, where you were 45 minutes late and I had to wait, and I got in the ring. And the first time we ever laid eyes on each other was when you got in the ring to face me. Like, that, that, like, he had me completely captivated by that story. The the reaction to Tracy Smothers too was very yeah. nice to hear. He's like, yeah. Tracy Smothers had to go out there and talk to the crowd for 45 minutes. <laughs> so we were giving him this match. Yeah. I loved that. That was <sighs> so cool. I, I want to see this so bad. Yeah. Like, I, I, was, I was thinking we'd have, we'd have them team for a while, then have them face each other. Turns yeah. out we're going to have them face each other. Then probably team for a while, then face each other again. That's what I'm, I'm down for. That's what I want. That's what this, I want. This works so much better because they're going to give you the match you want, and then they're going to walk out pretty much arm in arm, like, hey, we did the battle. Now we can go yeah. and kill the rest of them. 
People still want to talk about Cody. Brent says, did Cody being unable to go for the title act as way more of a hindrance than we ever thought it would be? I think I said that from the first week I started on this show, that was the dumbest thing they could have ever done. And it proved to be ineffective. I got a yes and a no here. Yes, because we got Anthony Agogo and QT Marshall fuse. I don't think those happen if Cody can be involved in that title picture as well. I just don't. Um, I'm going to say it didn't hurt because when he won the TNT title, it eventually made it immediately made the title look like, oh, well, he's the TNT champion because he can't be the world champion. But what if he could be? It was perceived like, well, he'd be the world champion if he was able to be. It was always perceived on that level. I think it's always important to establish a new title with a main event level talent right out of the gate. Uh, Chris Kenny says, when is Miro coming back from injury? I don't have a lot of information on that, but you sent a big super chat. So I'm going to tell you, he had a hamstring injury and was taking time off for that when they called him for the Brian Danielson match. But he was like, uh, I don't care if I'm working on set right now. I don't care what's going on. I'm doing this match with Brian Danielson, which should tell yeah. you a lot about Miro as a person. He hasn't been backstage a lot lately. A lot of his stuff was done remotely. Um, at last I heard, he was healthy and he's ready to go. But Miro's ready to go might not be doctor's clearance ready to go because Miro is a big, tough, sirloin beef sons of bitch who I'm sure thought that he was ready to go all along. So Just um, did an article about... Him getting signed to WWE with a torn ACL and working with a duct taped knee. So he's not human. He'll he'll be go. back. Joe Boskett says Cody pitch idea number one. Veer comes on Monday. Cody's music hits and he appears behind Veer. Surprise, bitch! Sucker punch. Cody buries another foreign heel. Tyler says Cody should ask himself how would Jeff Jarrett been booked in WWE if he left TNA in 2006. Cody is way more over than Jarrett was in 06, and I think has adapted more to the modern style than Jarrett had in 06. Uh, that being said, I don't think a lot uh, enough people appreciated Jarrett while he was around, but there were reasons for that. The booking was bad. Monty Brown should have been the world champion. Jeez, you're going to open the door and get a guitar shot to the head. He's just going to find you, I, Sean. I love Jeff Jarrett. I think he is. I, I love listening to his show. I think he is wonderful i liked him as a worker i liked him as an entertainer it's just 2006 i thought there were a lot of booking decisions now if we're talking like oh three oh four uh i think that's more of the prime of jeff jarrett beyond when a lot of people had kind of soured Sharts freely says i want cody to show up to wwe like prince ali and aladdin full parade <laughs> elephants and all make way for prince cody that sounds brilliant that's, that'd be great that would be awesome if he had like the full Hogan 94 parade. You know, the one where Hogan did this. Pretended like he he heard one person in the crowd <laughs> shouting his name and gave him the thumbs up. Hey, I see you, buddy. <laughs> Go back and watch that parade. It's hilarious. It's amazing. And I think stuff like that, when Hogan was an oblivious baby face that was really a heel that nobody liked, yeah. That'd be a good one. Thunderstorm says, I think Tony Khan bought Ring of Honor and is secretly sending Cody to ROH to make the next AEW 2.0. Tony and Cody are playing all of us. Rose no. of Honor, I like it, Pat. Listen, 
Roads of Honor can be a great success. <laughs> well, I hope that Sinclair is ready to disclose this next week in their quarterly because they'd have to. <laughs> they would have to. <laughs> um, this is not a work. AEW is not work. I mean, it, there's always a sliver of an opportunity that anything's a work. But if they're working, they're working everybody. And let me tell you, you don't recover from that in a locker room. No. Dixie Carter never recovered from that in a locker room. A lot of the people that they worked the feast or fired briefcases in TNA and they lost trust from everybody. People no. got briefcases in those matches, not knowing that they were losing their jobs. It, it's just unreal. They, they would not recover from that. And also WDB was internally hyping the, uh, the news. So we got more Cody. Grayman Media says, maybe it's as simple as how can I miss you if you don't go away? Not like Cody's going to get any booking freedom in the E. Any thoughts? I don't, but if I were Cody, I would have an out clause. I would have, I I would want to work directly with Paul Heyman, like some talent do. I would protect myself for sure, for sure. If I'm Cody, I said, you're giving me WrestleMania for the WWE title at least. You're you're giving me this. You never gave it to yeah. me when I was there. I need this to feel complete. Eloquent says, is Damian Priest going to give up his finisher? Boy, you will not see people spiking themselves on their brains uh, in WWE like that. Alan Mark says, fantasy booking for you all. Ricochet and Kingston versus Punk and Danielson. I mean, I like that idea. That, that yeah. match sounds incredible. Yeah. I love it. I don't know if you mean Kofi or Eddie, but either one <laughs> sounds really awesome. Yeah. Sounds really, really awesome. Uh, Tom LaValle says, too fast, too fuego in the tag team turmoils. I do want to say I, I popped because I reached out to people close to Cody and AEW, <laughs> sarcastically saying, is fuego too still with the company? And both said no comment, which popped me immensely. <laughs> uh, Ricardo says, Alex should talk to Luke and the other Wrestle Talk boys and what culture guys to get stories about how cool Keith Lee is. I'm sure they'd offer those up, but Wardlow offered up an ass whooping to Max Caster, and I loved it, buddy. This went through a commercial. We ain't talking about all that shit. We're talking about Anthony Bowen sticking his nose where it doesn't belong and getting his friend beat the shit out of. Now, I'm talking like we're getting some Eddie Guerrero 95-style power bombs. Not only that, we did get the the, the dropping power bomb, but I'm talking, guys— like when you, you're power bombing somebody and they're supposed to be up on your shoulders, but instead their head's like a foot behind you, and then you just sling them down to the mat. Yeah. That's a power bomb, buddy. And he gave two of those to Max Caster and he said, Hey, I got some for you too, Bowens. I loved it, Alex. Yeah. Um, they're they're doing such a great job. Um, not only are they doing things like like, you know. The crowd chants for more power bombs, so he gives them more power bombs. But they're having him wrestle against heels that are doing the old, you know, pass the, the heel a weapon, and he uses it in the ring, and he kicks out of being hit in the head with the chain. Like, th- all these baby face things to get him even better, which is actually kind of funny because he they that Bowens did the exact same thing that Wardlow did with the diamond ring when he passed it to MJF. He put it behind his back and let him pick it up from the floor. I thought that was really cool. Um, uh, but Wardlow just ruining everybody's Christmas. Like, I just, I just love, he's just, there's something 
just visceral about him. And that moment, because you know there's going to be one, a very specific one, where it's just carnage everywhere. And Wardlow and Keith Lee turn and look at each other. And that crowd at the Revolution Ladder match is going to lose their minds. Because it's that that's, that's the kind of thing, like, if I was booking this, I'd have a whole thing around Wardlow winning the, winning the ladder match and, and MJF, blah, 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 all that stuff. But what comes out of it is, is Keith Lee gets himself another rival to have Haas battles with for the next three years, a la Dijak that he had a history with that. He, Keith Lee works so well with other big men who he can just lay into and who aren't afraid to lay into him. I really want that as a rivalry in AEW. I imagine this would just be powerbomb. Okay, I'll powerbomb somebody. Then I'll powerbomb them on the ladder. So, okay, I powerbomb them on two. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I want to see him powerbomb a ladder onto somebody. (laughs) And they will. Yeah, that's what I want to see. I'm very excited about this. Uh, We have Eloquent saying, Sean Spears is so entertaining. He is. This has made him very fun. Yeah. Grayman says, are you looking forward to Wardlow versus Hobbs versus Lee? Oh, buddy, the, the meat that's slapping there. I don't know why we don't have a sirloin beef sons of bitches shirt yet, but we'll get one. We'll we'll get one set up for that. Uh, <laughs> Who we got the bad jam beard saying booking idea for face of the revolution TNT ladder match have Hobbs win. So we all get the big meaty men in the ladder match. Also make the eventual QT versus hook match. As a qualifier, put Hook in the match would be a good spot for him. I don't think it is a good spot for him yet. I no. I, I think what they're doing with Hook is perfect. Yeah. I think it's it's good, and then slowly but surely his competition increases, Robert. And you don't need to run the risk of him being in a ladder match and getting hurt mm-hmm. in a ladder match because these are dangerous. I don't think Hobbs will be in it because I think Dante in a ladder match is too good to pass up. Well, we'll see. People that say this about Wyndham's YouTube page, that ain't that ain't him. That's somebody getting real creative, as best I know. So I get I get like one of those a week. It ain't him. Mm-hmm. Mark G says Danielson Mox. We need to team up and take over. Mox, you have to bleed first. <laughs> Tony Khan. Why not both? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Riga says Spears is taking even more of Wardlow's spots by doing the thumb down, uh, thumb point down to his back to his name on the jersey was great. Can't wait to see Wardlow try to out throw Keith when Spear or with Spears when he finally snaps. I I just there's a lot of people that could have next in AEW, and that's what I love. There are so many people that were like, they're probably a future champion. They're gonna get a push. And the benefit is we know they're going to keep winning matches in AEW. And then when they lose, it's going to be against somebody else that's protected. Then they'll go right back to winning matches and it'll be okay because they'll get rebuilt that way. I I want that. That's what I want. Ernie says, does Cole get the title before Danielson? Yes. Yeah, I think think probably, but I think that Paige is going to retain. And let's talk about that now. Hangman Page comes right out. He's interrupted by Adam Cole. Adam Cole, I'm glad he brought up Dark Order because that's been my issue with Hangman's reign. Not the way that anything else has went. I look at it and I'm like, you have a good match per month for the title. I'm happy. He's done that. He had Danielson twice. 
Lance Archer in a match that should ha- had no business being as good as it was. Right. But there's been no Dark Order. And to me, I'm like, they were such an integral part of his acceleration as a character. I wanted to see that, Alex. Well, we saw that because they came out and saved him from the indisputed era. I like that. Even if Paige isn't the best friend by his own admission, they are. And that's been yeah. the consistent thread throughout all this. Yeah. Sometimes Paige doesn't give the people the attention they deserve, but it doesn't matter because Dark Order has his back. I like Paige bringing up also, like, how does it how does it feel that knowing that you left all your friends and went somewhere else and they built a whole new empire without you? That That's a really good one to get cold. Because he left, if he had stuck around in Japan for a while longer, he would have been part of this thing from the ground floor. Like, that's an interesting deal, like, coming to, to, to WWE to never actually taste WrestleMania glory, but just to be on their minor leagues for a while. The biggest fish in the smallest pond, whatever you whatever you want to, Paige wants to, like, bring up. I thought that was great. But I also loved, you know, hey, I wanted to know, I have nothing but respect for you. And so that's why I'm going to walk away and say, whenever we we do fight, it's going to be for honor. And then I'll leave, and then my boys will sneak in behind me and beat <laughs> yes. you up. It's just great Adam Cole being a shitheel. I love it. This is Robert. the kind of wrestling I want. I've, uh, I've said many times Adam Cole is the greatest thing going today. I think he can beat Paige. And I think as far as the knock on, hey, they built an empire without you, he can say, I was the first guy that Tony said, Oh, he scared me. I needed him. That's how good I am. That's all he really needs to say. And as far as the Dark Order, I don't like that they're just sitting around and waiting for someone to pick a fight with Adam. Yeah. But at least they're on TV. Yeah, sitting around waiting to be mentioned. And then they're like, uh, get to the ring, boys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, guys, if you send a super chat and you are trolling, you wasted your five bucks. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um. Danny boy says me like the other Adam versus dad bot. I don't like what kind of a loser do you have to be to bring a sign to, first off to make a sign, but to bring it to a show that says Adam Cole has a dad bod. Then every time the camera turns, but it was this, it was also the same guy who held up a Brian Danielson cries at the end of old yeller. And I'm like, and, yeah, he's a human being. Yeah, of course he does. Like, duh, no shit. Sherlock. Eric Davis, hopefully the former red center fielder, uh, says, it felt like Dynamite revolves around Kenny when he was the champ, and that's what's missing for me in Hangman's reign. It felt like it revolved around him when he was with Brian Danielson, but, I mean, not not as much now. I think over the next few weeks, it certainly will, especially now that Cody's gone. <laughs> uh, we've got Jambeard saying, I don't know when it'll happen, but when Cole becomes AEW champ, the guy who should take the title from him is Keith Lee. That guy is ready-made to be an AEW champion, to be a fantastic pick as their first African-American champion. Um, so I, I agree with the back half of that. But Go ahead. Adam needs to beat Keith Lee because Keith Lee's the guy that stopped Adam in NXT. He needs exactly. to show that growth. And I think it happens on March 6th. Adam Cole's beating England Page. Interesting. We have a massive super chat from Trent Smith, and thank you so much. Uh, and I mean, a, a huge one. So a big thank you, genuinely, Trent. It says, long super chat, I apologize. Well, first off, don't apologize. <laughs> says, CM Punk promo was chef's kiss. The women's match was great until the Cobra Kai gimmick, but I get you do have to do what you have to do. The main was great with Darby and Sammy. The best thing, in my opinion, was the Danielson-Moxley promo and the avenues they can go down. Go daddy. 
Um, I that's the thing I like. There are a lot of options for Danielson and Moxley. Uh, the main event was incredible. I like the Cobra Kai integration, even though I can't stand the show. I hate the show. Karate's a scam. Don't put your kids in karate. Whatever you do, your kids will get the living shit beat out of them in school. If you enroll them in karate, send them to jujitsu or catch wrestling or kickboxing. Please don't put your kids in karate. But yes, a CM Punk promo with Chef's Kiss. Um, I the thing that I like so much about AEW TV, Robert, is there are a lot of different avenues that anything can go down. Right now, they're in a sweet spot where everything is hitting. So when everything hits, it seems like no matter what you do, it'll be a success. I I know because I've watched wrestling my whole life that that can't stay forever. But right now, I'm just enjoying that we have a program that is so cohesive through. Fact Channel says, Budge will end up joining Reynolds and Silver. I don't think so, buddy. (laughs) If you watch BTE, it certainly seems like they're at least hinting that they're all friends. Who knows? I just don't think so. Uh, Emma says, Theory, Kenny comes back on episode BTE number 300. I think before then, because I think Revolution is in three weeks, so I think probably before then. C wants to see Omega versus Switchblade. You can in uh, in New Japan, but eventually you'll see it as well. Riga says, I know Ten's going to lose, but are we slowly trying to build Preston Vance a little after he was squashed by Mox before he left? He's a guy that could have had his day sometime in the future, and I hope he isn't forgotten. He won't be forgotten as long as he keeps getting better in the ring. But yeah, they they try to slowly rebuild almost everybody like that. I think that's that's why they do it. It's It's effective storytelling and building. And after an ass-whooping like that, I think it's pretty good that, that he had some time off. Slyer says, loved Hangman Cole's segment. Happy to see Dark Order. Didn't like them waiting and waiting until the security geeks ran down. Guess it was to set up the 10 angle, but they looked bad. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that at all. The 10 angle made them look worse. They're just sort of randomly uh, feeding themselves in for lariats. and I, That would never happen. It feels very forced. I, what I did love about the 10 chucking all the security geeks around was uh, they kept cutting to to Red Dragon and Cole, and Kyle O'Reilly was gradually getting more and more impressed with 10's feats of strength. By then, he was like, all right, pretty good. That guy's impressive, because Kyle O'Reilly can't help but corpse for things. We have um, somebody saying, looks like karate struck a nerve. You okay, SRS? <laughs> it's a sham, and it's a scam, and... of karate instructors have never had actual competition ever. Sorry. Frog in my throat. Or I'm crying because I'm so emotional (laughs) over this. It is a scam. Do not put your children in karate. Taekwondo, maybe. Don't do it, man. Telling you. Taekwondo works. Taekwondo is effective. It's an effective striking style. Karate sucks. It's bad. Man, tons of super chat love tonight. Thank you all so much. And again, thank you to Joel Pearl for helping us out so much with these. Grayman Media says, looking forward to Hook versus Narita versus Wayne. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. <clears throat> Tom Lavalley says, a lot of people said Cole's turning face, and then he'll win the title. I think more likely Cole stays heel and Bucks turn face. Yeah. I'm with you. I think a returning Omega and the Bucks will be a baby face. Yeah. Damn that jam says looks like they had big plans for both Scorpio Sky and Ricky Starks heading into 2022, but neither have been on TV for a couple of weeks now. 
Starks not being on TV after the lethal match is baffling. Are there pushes a victim of the new signings? Uh, I'm going to go full conspiracy theory. Starks is a Cody guy, and therefore, it's just all coming undone for him. It's just all over for Starks. Oh, man. Reminder, guys, get in your Super Chats and your Humper Chats. Humperchats.com. Um, I think they will be featured more. I think you need to feature the, the FTW title more. <clears throat> I'd, Put that... I'd be surprised if Scorpio wasn't one of the guys that wins a qualifying match to be in the ladder match. Oh, there you go. Where are we at on these Super Chats? Techno Gatsby says, my five-year-old is singing abbreviations tonight and saying, SRS, SRS. I had the t- urge to teach her about Big Sirloin Beef Sons of Bitches. Help me, please. <laughs> also, Lee, Wardlow, Miro, and a fourth face for Face of the Revolution? I, I don't know about Miro. I haven't heard of anything about him yet, but it would make a lot of sense if they got him involved. Um, Alex? I, I feel like I feel like to me, and this is maybe me saying because I, I love Miro so much. If if he comes back, I want him to, to come back on a hot streak and sure. just start running through people and build up like a 10 match win streak before he says, Now I'm now you cannot deny me my title back. Like I think that would be something to do with him. Well, we were on the subject of sirloin beef sons of bitches. Jake Hager was in fucking incredible shape tonight mm. holy crap man and jericho has leaned out a lot too then you see santana and ortiz getting jacked this match killed it they did incredible alex i know you weren't a fan of jericho kicking out of the street sweeper i am with you there eddie kingston comes out and gets a big ovation yeah so there there was a lot to love about this very little to dislike right i do agree about the street sweeper like have somebody break it up. Yeah, if you're gonna do that move and it's not gonna be the finish, it's got to get broken up by Hager. Like he yeah. was at that point, he had been taken out of the match for good. Like he was not involved in the last five minutes of the match. So you can't have me if you're gonna if the finish is going to be Jericho gets pinned by a lariat that he mm. shouldn't have kicked out of a like a, a what, that's like a blockbuster doomsday device. Yes, like that's. That's insane that you shouldn't kick out of that. I don't care who you are, but I, I love that Eddie Eddie came out before the match and got a huge ovation. Like everybody was, everybody loves Eddie Kingston and he's just standing there and it was him like motivating Santana, which, which was able to him to get out of the walls of Jericho and Jericho so pissed at Eddie for even being there that he attacks Eddie and he didn't do anything to Jericho. And Jericho distracting himself by by his rage at Eddie is what ultimately cost him the match. And they brawl afterwards. And now we, we're probably going to get Eddie versus Jericho one-on-one at Revolution. And I can only hope that Eddie just beats the hell out of Jericho because that's that's what I like. So I didn't like not only the Street Super kickout, but the Codebreaker kickout. If you're going to do a Lariat finish, just at least have somebody break up the pitfalls for the real finishers. Yeah, that's that's what I would like to protect those finishers. But this match was incredible. Norm Housen said, "I pop for Eddie in the Liquid Swords tease. I just pop for Eddie in general." Uh, Jambeard says, "Anyone notice Ortiz hit Jericho with a chain on his fist?" Uh, yes, uh, and he says, "Please reform LAX with Diamante as well. I would love to see that, or Mercedes, or Thunder Rosa. I would love to see some of that." I'm shocked that Impact Wrestling didn't bring in like Eva Lee, Mercedes, Diamante yeah. years ago to do that. But um, 
Santana and Ortiz pinning Jericho was big. That is that is a big, big move. Baco 5 says, Jericho in sh- great shape, looks prime for his last run. Well, he's under a deal for the next two years, as we confirmed on Fightful Select. Uh, Dave Meltzer had mentioned they picked up his option. Um, yeah, he's going to be there for a couple more years, and he looked great. He worked great. He looked great physically. Jake Hager did. I'm kind of interested to see what they can do like as a team, too, because we haven't seen Jericho with like a tag run like that. So I'd like to see how that all plays out. Jambeard says, I missed the NXT review last night. Haven't got to catch up. Did we get DX Brimley last night? We did. We did catch up on it. I, I did both versions. And Shark Freely says, any thoughts on a Fightful Select app? Uh, once upon a time, we were going to build Select into the website, and we were going to have an app, but though that's not happening anytime soon. We have no plans for that. Uh, Patreon has, now that we can actually, we've got enough subscribers where they'll reply to us. They have assured us they're taking a lot of steps to change and improve a lot of things. Bryson Yee says, if Hobbs wins Friday, do we just do a Haas match? Yeah, I hope so. I think a Haas ladder match sounds like friggin' awesome. I love the idea of two big dudes and two guys who can jump and bounce off everything, you know? So I kind of like the idea of no guys that can jump off of anything (laughs) and just people throwing other people while they're on ladders. (laughs) <laughs> that sounds cool to me as well. Uh, we've got <laughs> more Cody super chats and Humper chats. Alicia says, "Do you think the the ROH Hall of Fame could be called the, should be called the Hall of Honor?" Yes, I do. And Jay says, "Would you debut Cody the day after Mania and have a stare down with Reigns or have him on the WrestleMania card?" I would have him on the WrestleMania card because you got two nights. You want to condition people that nothing, like neither night is mm-hmm. is missable. Right. I think you need to have Cody there and you put some more asses in seats. Yeah, Cody Rhodes should not be saved for the Raw after Mania under any circumstance. If you can get him for Mania, why wouldn't you? I think he needs to beat Randy Orton for the WWE title. How you get there? I don't really care. But if you got oh, him, he needs to be Randy. That is, there's so many levels of things between between here and Randy Orton being the champion. Is I there though? Maybe. It's WWE. I'm, I know, but I I don't want to have to review that shit every Monday night. <laughs> Ty Newell says, "Quote: If you think the grass is so much greener on the other side, be my guest. Go ahead, leave." Main event night four, the buy one, get one free extravaganza, <laughs> then get released faster than you last in the sack. And then Riga <laughs> says, expected to see Lambert tonight making fun of Cody for leaving, but I wouldn't be against it as a good cover to relaunch a Paige Van Zant program now that Brandy is gone. My personal pick is Ruby Soho, an experienced uh, face to her Paige's natural heel. A thought mm. or thoughts on that? Um, I think Red Velvet, because Red Velvet was Brandy's stand-in for the Jade match. And I think that would work a lot like red velvet, like play, play off the fact that these people are gone. Like don't, don't insult our intelligence. And I don't think that AEW will to me. I'm, I love the shots at WWE. I love WWE shots at AEW as long as they're harmless and not personal and not hurtful. I'm okay with them. As long as they're in good competition. If you take that many shots at, AEW or WWE, you better be ready to take them at yourself as well. Like, you got to do that. Josh says, Kingston versus Jericho promo battle next week. Kingston going to murder him. I would would lean toward that. Yeah. If I were Jericho, I would go up to Santana and Ortiz and I would say, 
hey, pals, listen, I'm cutting this promo. Maybe some of my lingo isn't up to date. Let, please, let me run this by you. Please help. Please help me. <laughs> Jambeard says, Hoss ladder match could be Lee, Wardlow, Hobbs, Miro, Archer, 10, Brody King. Please? Please? <laughs> I want it. Those poor ladders. Please. I would, I would playing a video game and you're like, I don't want to see high flyers in a ladder match. Just give me no, the Undertaker. Okay. I would love that if they had like six gimmicked ladders that, that the stairs were all messed on. And every time one of those big dudes tried to go through it, they just collapse. And that's the gimmick. Whoever just finds the first ladder that works is ah, the winner. Nice. Rasslin' Riggle says, Moxley and Daniels and promo was killer. Cody will show up on Raw to the chant of Cody sucks. It's going to be great. No, he ain't, buddy. He's going to get a pop. Yeah. He is going to get a pop. Brandon Joseph says, I find it strange that Cody thanked literally everyone in his statement, but didn't thank Jim Ross or Arn Anderson. And he didn't thank Britt Baker. There were a few people that he didn't thank uh, that were around at the beginning. Uh, Arn and JR were pretty interesting um, yeah. omissions to me. Brent says, with Cody gone from AEW, the idea that it's a work is silly, there's going to have to be a hell of a discussion on what a good chunk of his career of character meant. I enjoyed it, but WTF. Yes, now I am sitting here like, what the hell? Right. There's so much I wanted to see play out here. I wanted to see this character teeter back and forth. Like, he took the mic with such incredible confidence that the crowd said, yeah, you know what? You're kind of right. All this shit you're talking, it is really like self-aggrandizing, but you're not wrong about it. Mm-hmm. And that is that is a layer of a character. I, I like that. People should be able to talk their shit when they perform well, and people say, you know what? Yeah, you do deserve to be able to talk your shit, and Cody did that. Well, backstage, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, is in Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. This is a nice integration. It's a popular show. Kreese actually likes her. He's ringside. That's cool. That's fun. That's harmless. I love it. And then we got a very violent, almost cursed no DQ match with Thunder Rosa and Mercedes. Like they were trying to set stuff up and it wasn't working, but they still beat the living shit out of each other. I want to send a special shout out to the fan who held up Thunder Rosa as she stood on the railing. And that thing was wobbling buddy yeah like like a wrestler in 94 on somas like that thing was like janky bro yeah and that wrestler held her up and she braced herself and jumped off and the shot was really really good um the the move on to the chairs was good let's talk about the actual match robert how did you feel about uh, Thunder Rosa, Mercedes Martinez. I thought we were going to wait until May. It looks like this is happening soon. Well, they might have an out in a tag team match for Revolution if you don't want to have every belt on the line. But it does look like it's happening now. I thought this match was amazing. Outside of, like, a table that didn't want to cooperate and, you know, the janky railing. But this match was as good as you can get. And Thunder Rosa is so good. And in fact, I say to hell with acknowledging for Paige Van Zandt that, you know, Brandy's gone. Let's put her in there with Thunder Rosa because she is a pro's pro. Yes. Um, I thought it was, even even though there were some rough spots in there, the table, that poor table, they slid and then cracked. Oh boy, it was nasty. The guardrail 
No. I, like I couldn't tell I, if I thought Mercedes cracked her head open on the mm-hmm. on that concrete when she went through the guardrail. Yeah. It was it was nasty. C says Mercedes versus Hater win such an easy setup. I'd imagine they'll do that on a rampage in the future. If yeah. they do set up a tag match, that's that's fine. But um if this match happens at double or nothing, again, I'm speaking this into existence. Rosa and Britt should main event. And it should probably be another no DQ match. I don't think you should go from their lights out match to mm-hmm. a normal straight up, yeah. straight up match. I think that Britt and Rosa should both want to be just as violent this time. And then in another year, you go back to it. Then <laughs> in another year, you, like, I, I love the idea of it. And you could uh, you could figure out a way to get to your no DQ match with uh and do the Mercedes versus Hater thing. Mercedes is on Rosa's side, Hater is, is represents Brit. They face each other. The winner, their champion, gets to pick the stipulation. Mercedes beats Hater. Rosa says, I want another no DQ match with you because I beat you last time. That's a really great way to get both things done. Jay Beard says, shout out to Kayla of Church of Joshi. She was right beside the guy holding Rosa and she was cheering her head off. And Boris says it was her plus one. I adore Kayla. I got to yeah. go visit her in Nashville last year. Wonderful. Please check out Church of Joshi. I got all the love in the world for, for uh, Kayla and Queen of the Ring. Sawyer says, Martinez is more terrifying than Abaddon. I pop for people being stuck in garbage cans match humped i pop for a drop kick especially when a trash can's over somebody's head and especially when thunder rosa is delivering it i dig it um the german suplex off the top german was nasty and then and then the the elbow drop after it which is where her leg slips and she just went straight down onto her throat like oh boy that was that was great Football Talk says John Kreese is all elite. A lot of people loving Thunder Rose's gear. Chris Rain said he loved it. We got oh, Kill Bill so and Cobra Kai in one match. No yeah. mercy. Brendan Tungate says that badass Kill Bill entrance and gear, that's all. She's a megastar. She is. She and is. Rerun says that the match hurt him emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Please, on a Mer- Mercedes-Hater match. I'd love it, Revolution, but I think don't think they'll wait that long. If they do a tag match, I think it'll be on the buy-in, which probably makes a lot of sense, but then what women's match do you have? Like probably not Jade. I don't Jade, know Jade versus was. Jade versus somebody. You could figure out something. You could sure. that could, you you could have a debuting person. There are people who are out there to be signed. Sure, as an open challenge, I think that'd be good. Yeah. Also, I think you should do more than one women's match on the pay per view. To you be should. honest with you. Yeah. Riga says we're finally down, getting down to the wire on Baker Rosa. The question is, how do they actually top the lights out match and pay off the long-term hype? Can it be done? What type of match should it be? It's got to be some sort of gimmick match, I think. Not saying they can't do it without that, but to match what they accomplished, which was one of the best matches ever, period, regardless of who, gender, where, I think you gotta got to have a little bit of something. The chemistry is right there. It's got to be a cage. It's got to like they do the first women's cage. They could even do if they build up enough of rosters, they could do a women's war games or blood and guts. Yeah. And after the match, after the match, Hater and Britt turn on Mercedes. So as we mentioned, they're setting that up. They're setting Alan, up the, the the friendship between yes. Thunder Rosa and Mercedes. I love a good 
you beat me up, I beat you up, and now we have a respectful friendship together thing. I like that. Buddy, add him to the LAX stable, please. Yeah, yeah. Please. Yeah. I want it. Uh, we've got Alan Mark saying, you all just invented a new version of shoots, LOL, and ladders. I don't get the reference. It's a board no game way. from like... I know that. Tablet. I play shoots and ladders. He said shoots, S-H-O-O-T-S. Yeah, I, know. I just don't know what he's saying that we were shooting about. I guess... I, I guess the, the the ladder match with four Haas guys. Ah, well, Alex will be shooting if that's who's in it. <laughs> House of Black, Bako 5 says, who's joining the House of Black SRS? And John Berger asked, how about Lindsay Snow? Lindsay Snow has an incredible look. However, if you want to avoid spoilers, the working plan is the former Buddy Murphy. As we broke the news on FightfulSelect.com today, which was seven days after we broke the news of Keith Lee signing with AEW, which was about an hour after we recklessly speculated, which we actually knew that Jay White was coming into AEW, which was a few days before we broke the news that Cody was leaving AEW. But I heard on the internet that we don't spoil AEW stuff. <laughs> I heard on the World Wide Web somebody said, they're afraid of making AEW mad as if we haven't before. <laughs> as if we haven't numerous times. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Consider it your contribution to um, trolling the trolls. Alex, I am sure you are happier than a pig and shit right Listen, now. There have been two times now in Buddy Murphy's career where I saw him in the back background of a shot and lost my mind where I thought he was the one who attacked Roman Reigns in that infamous segment. Well, and this one ain't I, an accident, buddy. Yeah, this one ain't an accident. Uh, but I was like, yeah, tonight I was so excited because I was like, this is, they're, they're talking about a third guy. Brody King says, who are we waiting for? There's a knock at the door. And I was like, are they going to show him? And just in the background behind Malachi's head, stepping in out of the shadows for literally a quarter of a second. And I'm like, I freeze frame and I'm like, is that buddy? It has to be. It's got to be buddy. Um, like, it's so perfect. They have such a great history from their time in WWE. They, they teased it when they each had their, their own breaking out of prison short films they made when they when they were leaving. It's, it's like, God, if you're going to do a trios title, do it now. My God, Malachi and Buddy and Brody King against any three guys you could put out there. Hose me down. I can't wait for those matches. Brent Lockman says, I love the civilized house of black meetings that may or may not take place in a church like the mafia, but pure evil. Yeah. This is simple and effective, Robert. This is all you need out of pro wrestling. I mean, look, I'm not going to match the hype that Alex has for this because it's <laughs> unmatchable. But Buddy Murphy is so goddamn good. So good. And he deserves so much more. And he deserves to not have his first name taken away and put back and taken away again. But also... He did that to the eye. So yeah. I, I need I need the eye fixed because yeah. it's looking yes. real bad. And I'm very worried for Malachi Black. And uh, a pretty pretty solid tip that Buddy had something going on was he's here in America right yeah. now. Yeah. Because if you watch my interview that I did with him, we did the we were lucky enough to do the first one after his WWE release. He was like, Man, I don't know what the hell's gonna happen. I got a visa. He's like, I gotta find work. And they don't let you just chill out 
in America without a visa for that long. But even if you do, you can watch your favorite shows. <gasps> Wait, but you can't watch it with Athletic Greens. You can watch it with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Man, if Athletic Greens could pull that off, how could you say no? Well, NordVPN.com slash Fightful can, and you can't say no. You can save a great amount off your deal and get an additional month for free at NordVPN.com slash Fightful. How about this? 5, 000, over 5,000 servers in 59 countries. You can watch shows from 59 different countries, access content from 59 different countries. There are so many websites and services that are geo-blocked, geo-restricted. You can't watch your shows, can't access your sites, can't do any of that. You got to subscribe to these expensive services that cost way more than Fightful Select. Not anymore with NordVPN. You can subscribe at a severely reduced rate and effectively pay for your NordVPN with that and browse securely. You worried about that janky internet while you're catching all those indie dates? You got to be. I mean, when you're at the Shriners Temple and you're getting on their unsecured Wi-Fi, you know that you're about to get hacked. You got Sammy Callahan waiting in the background doing his hacker gimmick. No, 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 no. NordVPN.com slash Fightful protects you from that. And you can use it on up to six devices. iPads, phones, laptops, desktops, smart TVs. All that good stuff, and it's the fastest VPN around. Great price offers. Netflix support is kept updated constantly. It's incredible. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. One of my favorite sponsors. I love them. They're great. They're great. They're wonderful. Let's, let's, there we go. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Jose says, Death Triangle versus House of Black now, please. Yes, please. Well, they're doing that uh, uh, the tag match next week, which is why yes. I think we probably see Buddy in the flesh join. So us. be patient, asshole. <laughs> Sawyer says, "Does he get a new name, or will the Black Metal Church of Pagan Assassins have a member named Buddy?" I, I love like it. it. I I honestly think like his actual name because he's joined by Buddy Matthews. His actual the first name is Matthew. I think it'd be kind of cool if you just called him Matthew, which is like yes. one of the apostles. Like it all, it, it would work really well. Grayman says, final uh, super chat, what brand of gaming chair do you have? I don't know. Um, <laughs> it is a, it's whatever the Target brand is or I'll have to, Staples. Got to get a deal on Amazon, you know? You it's do? good, really good for posture. I know a lot of people go, oh, why don't you have like an office chair? Because they're dog shit for your posture. Mm -hmm. That's why. Because you sink down and I had a very nice Serta. I'll bury them. Man, it messed up my back and my spine so much. And I already had that. So no thanks. Shot Kid says, if AEW signs Josh Alexander, he's Brian's Danny the dog. Brian tells opponents, you want to face me? Because I can't promise Josh won't kill you. That sounds really good, too. <laughs> um, good. Josh Alexander is <laughs> yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Well, we had a phenomenal main event, too. They worked out of the top right corner non-stop in this match and i thought it was a great approach sammy guevara retained over darby i'm never much on distraction interference finishes i'll probably just never like them yeah despite that this was unreal c seems to like it he says andrade looks good with the tnt belts let me tell you the tnt belts in general are looking beautiful these why are there, days. why is there still more than one because yeah. To piss Jim Ross off. That's I mean, like, exactly. I to piss off Jim Ross. To piss off Jim Ross. And I'm cool with that. 
Brent says that Sammy and Darby feels like AEW's version of Naito Ibushi, a match where you're concerned about what you see them do to each other. Yeah, because Sammy will not respect his own physical bounds because he has none yet. And until he figures out what they are, he probably won't. And Darby just doesn't give a shit, and he's willing to throw himself at anything. Oh, my God. The, 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 the gut buster... The drop gut buster from the top rope onto the turnbuckles. He bounced five feet up in the air and then landed on the outside. Like that not, no, he landed. He landed on, on the on apron. apron and then bounced yes. to the outside. That was nuts. Unreal. So early too. Like screw you know locking up and doing some nice chain grapples. I guess we saved that for Brian. He's just like, <laughs> all right, let's go right for the spot. Yeah. Normhausen says, "Who needs sirloin beef, sons of bitches? We can get Sammy and Darby demolition derby." This match buttered my muffin until Cody booked the finish. <laughs> Why can't we have buttered um, muffins and sirloin beef? Well, I like the idea of smaller guys having sirloin beef sons of bitches matches is what yeah. I like. Because why wouldn't they if they yeah. could physically do that stuff to one right. another? Greenman Media says LAX. Andrade's in the company. Santana, Ortiz, Martinez, Guevara, and Kingston uh, form a new in- Ungar. Ingo Bernabe's faction and attempt to take over AEW. That'd be cool too. I just say that because Santana Ortiz and Eddie Kingston are there. MLW is using the LAX IP right now. Um, huh? They were they're, they're calling not, them fifty one fifty. Oh, you're right. I for some reason because when they started, they were calling them mm-hmm. LAX. They were promoting them as LAX. Conan was saying LAX, but um. If you could work out a deal to get that to happen, I completely forgot they switched it to 5150. I think because it was so associated right. with Conan and that group, it like had slipped my mind, but I, I would just love to see that. Jambeard says Darby is the Steve O of AEW. They great. <laughs> they these two guys work so well together. They, if they stick around and are 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 really are like AEW lifers, these guys being two of the pillars that like once a year. They face off in some match on TV where they nearly kill each other is, is a wonderful story to just keep us through the next decade. That that um <laughs> that Darby homicide dive that Sammy reversed into a cutter, like that timing on that was crazy. These guys work so well together. And Sammy doing the swanton onto the apron, like his <laughs> whole body started seizing up. Like that was really hard to watch looked like he completely lost his wind and the finish the gth Mm. was perfect i love this super chat tom says if you don't like two belts wait until they make him a third because andrade stole those two that'd be awesome (laughs) riga says have we found out what andrade's tablet is made of yet is he perhaps a dragon ball z character using (laughs) using weighted clothes and objects to make himself stronger how else do we explain that as a weapon listen they could be that thing bent in half yeah, when he hit Darby, he hit him hard. Any idea what he was trying to show us on the screen? That would be that's a fun investigative Alex. If article they thought that five years ago, into it, I give him all the credit in the world. I think it just accidentally turned on. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's like, "Hey, look, my home screen." <laughs> I thought my battery was dead. Look, it's Russia. You can see him. He's right here. <laughs> he, he was about to show you the Nord VPN screen. He's he like, was. "Look, I, I just." I went from Mexico to here, and I can right. still watch all my shows on NordVPN.com slash Fightful. I can right. use it on all my devices. I am Maluchas as Sammy Darby, Andrade, Keith Lee, Miro. Let's give him ladder, put him at, put a belt at the top, let him go. Holy ship. Love the attention the TBS TNT title has right now. Yeah, you mean the, the TNT title. Yeah. 
it is getting some good attention. It's getting main event level matches where, as it should, as it should. Yeah. Dan Janoff says, Swerve's been tweeting at, about Darby before this match tonight saying you need more backup. You know of AEW's level of interest in him. I've been hearing things. I'll, I'll work on it. I'll work on it. I, I like this. I think that's what it was showing. He was showing that he's hit him so hard, he got Darby's face paint on it. Yeah. That's that's funny. <laughs> that's Everybody's funny. saying that. Yeah. But I don't care because you're you're all lying and you're full of shit. It's NordVPN. <laughs> Mike Lima says, don't forget Malachi is technically just before the book of Matthew, but that's are good. technically separate sections of the Bible. Well, buddy. That, there's a lot of Old Testament versus New <laughs> Testament like <laughs> comparisons to be made there. Yeah, like like I'm trying to drag you back to the Old Testament. Yeah, <laughs> like there is some sick shit, my friend. Uh, and uh, we've you, we can get in your super chats or humper chats. We're heading down the home stretch. How are we gonna wrap it up, Cody? Talk, oh, Cody. <laughs> talk, buddy. I was telling you guys off the air. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah is quite frankly the, the, the biggest story I would have thought ever coming out of retirement after 19 years. Mm-hmm. We've had one super chat about that since since Tuesday. Now, granted, we got some on Monday, but still, Jesus. Sawyer says, hard to buy Cody choosing the place that couldn't figure out Keith Lee for a slightly bigger bag, but he didn't lie about not challenging for the title. Buddy, if it's the amount of money that's been thrown around, it ain't slight. Ward Jackson says, I'm mostly joking, but watch this Cody Rhodes meta slow burn delusional babyface. Let it play out. Pedigree heel turn thing for like nine months. And I swear <laughs> after all that, if he's leaving without a payoff, we're going to have some problems. It's true. Well, it's the payoff true. is he goes to WWE and the first thing he does is the pedigree. You're like, yes, <laughs> yes. He uses the pedigree. That would and, be a good thing. That'd be because he ain't doing the fucking Tiger Driver '98, fellas. No, nope. that ain't happening. Uh, that is definitely not happening. Murph YouTube says Cody would have been a devastating loss in 2019 or 20, but in 2022, it's just a loss. AW still has a stacked roster, and the machine will keep going. Maybe positive in the long run. What a great show! I agree. I do think it's a significant loss, but when you have added Cole Danielson Punk since August. Come on, man. Come on. And you got Malachi Black clicking on all cylinders. You got Keith Lee there. You've got people you know that will be utilized, right? Yeah. Brent does say... Like, realistically, doesn't that drive Cody Rhodes all the more insane? That, like, you built this company and they're giving you the same, oh, well, there's other stars, pal, sorry. You built this company into something where everybody wants to come here. The best free agents in the world are saying, I want to come to the company that you built. And you can either say, what a great testament to something I helped build. And I can't wait to wrestle these guys. Or you could say, I will take as much money as the other place is willing to give me. The place that wouldn't let me do anything but stardust before I left. I mean, it, it, honestly, it depends on, on how you look at it. Brent says the concept of a pro wrestling Homelander needs to happen somewhere. Somehow it's too much fun to be left on the table. I, I think that and the old sting Luger relationship needs to happen. The baby face that the teams with a heel. Yeah. I like it. Bugs bunny says adrenaline in my soul. WWE bound Cody Rhodes. Very clever. He owns that song, but or I believe because uh, he was using it before. And just swell says using my first hump 
the, using my first Humper Chat to fantasy book real quick and get your opinion. What if Cody goes to WWE, wins the Universal Championship, changes it back to the World Heavyweight Championship? It could be a callback to his IC title run. I wish he would, but they have no interest in doing that because they yeah. like that big giant W mm-hmm. that is shown on TV yep. and photos and all that stuff. I get it. The WWE title was front and center for the Super Bowl celebration. It is a brilliant marketing tool, even if I don't like the belts. And Victor says, Cody squashes things with Triple H. Unite as two people. WWE has discarded for various reasons. Cody with Triple H versus Theory with McMahon. Well, Theory is not getting enough of a push for that. But if they would base things off of that, I think Cody coming to help Triple H would be brilliant. But they ain't doing that. They ain't going to do that. They ain't doing that. Nope. And we wrap up with Jay Blood saying, "Not a, no greater testament to how AEW has made these two guys into stars. Love how their wrinkles in each match with Darby and Sammy as if they are never done learning each other when they reach new heights. Yeah. I love that too. Both I love Cody it. guys, by the way. Yep. And I love you guys. Thank you all so much for all the love you've shown. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. I haven't uh, been screaming about that of late. It really, really helps. The it more does. you leave a thumbs up, the more YouTube says, hey, people don't hate this, and they show it to other people, and we do longer shows. Uh, one of those longer shows, unfortunately, has been Alex's show on Tuesday nights, which uh, has, uh, let me see, at least one more week of uh, two and a one half hours. You one went more. two hours and 38 minutes last night. Because you, you, came on, you came on the show last night and did eight minutes by yourself. Did I? Yes. Did I do yes. eight minutes? Yeah. So I was like, well, then I can add eight minutes to the runtime. <laughs> Tell the people what you got going on. Uh, you, you can find me on um, on Mondays and, and Friday nights talking about Raw and SmackDown on Fightful Select on the Sour Grab Show. On Tuesdays, it's me and Miss Kate Fabe talking about NXT 2.0, having a grand old time. It's more of an after party than it is a review. Um, and then, again, Saturday, I am not watching Elimination Chamber. I am not watching Signs of Time, but Kate is. And I'm yes. going to do a full media blackout all day. And that night at 9 Eastern time, um, we're going to do a whole thing where Kate tells me what happened. And I find out and react to it in real time. It should be a blast. Robert, what are you going on? It's going to be a fun weekend, I'm sure. A very and- fun weekend. 11 a.m. For a pay-per-view, Sean, I am all ready for it. Yeah, you can follow me everywhere at Dude Felice. I got some other projects in the work, but they're taking a little bit of time. And I'm here every day on Fightful, and that's all that really matters. So keep supporting, and, you know, maybe you'll see more of me. I dropped a fascinating interview with Gabriel Kidd. A lot of you are going to see his name pop up because he is talking shit about everybody. He talks some shit about Jay White and FTR this week, and I'm dropping my interview with Nikki A.S.H. this week. Next week, I got Killer Cross, 45, 50 minutes, and he is very candid about his time on Raw, about what he thinks is happening. He straight up said to me, it is hard to not think they are intentionally dismantling what Triple H created in NXT. If you want to hear him talk about that, uh, that is a good place to do it. And we talk about MLW. They got a show uh, in Charlotte on February 26th. Thank you to them for setting up the interview. As we wrap up, Mike Anubi says, I'm concerned Cody will be turned into a joke character, losing to R-Truth or something to show WWE's dominance over AEW. 
I feel like Cody would say no. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he would allow that. Um, but I don't have confidence in the booking. I have confidence in all you people genuinely. Thank you so much for subscribing to Fightful Select. We are at over 5,200 subscribers. We have sh- like seven shows a week, two episodes of Sour Graps. I do a Q&A every week. Might be delayed this week, uh, but I've got a backstage report podcast where I give you 15, 20 minutes of exclusive news. We've got the Weekender. If you ever say, hey, you don't cover Impact or 205 or UK or GCW. Yeah, we do. It's on the Weekender every single week. we got the list goes on. It's our list and your boy post show. It's a good time. Also, I do figure hauls every week. Big thank you, you guys. Big thank you to Trent Smith for that monster super chat. Until next time, guys, we are out. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.